I, I, I'm very, very anal like that. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's a new one I hadn't yeah. seen. If they're going to yeah. wear under well, I just, armor, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I just thought some things to yeah, right, you know. I can see what you're where you're coming from. This is Referees World with Darren Cullum and Richard Mellon. Hello again, and welcome to the Referees World podcast, which offers education and training for referees of all levels. My name's Darren Cullum. I'm a Level 5 referee affiliated with Somerset FA. And this is Richard Mellon. He is the technical manager <laughs> referees at UAE FA based in Dubai. OK, in this episode, um, we get into that time of season, Rich, where a lot of the finals take place. So I thought we'd have a quick look at match day preparation for a final. So first of all, what is the um, selection process for a referee? From from my experience, uh, having been a match official in there and being selected for cup finals, and then you know my career took me into sort of sitting in there as a referee development officer or county training officer and sitting on these um, panels that make these decisions and selections. It's it's all about commitment, uh, availability, of course, communication, uh, closed dates, all those things that we talk about on podcasts. And then, um, you know, experience suitability for the final. Uh, and you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't pick the wrong match official for the wrong type of game. You know, it's, they are, cup finals are occasions. They are special games. I, I fully understand and appreciate that. Um, you know, and so consequently, it's about um, what are your match day ex- expectations you know have you ever been in this situation before have you have you ever been selected for a league cup final or a county cup final because there is a, a protocol that goes with these appointments and it, it's it's wise to know how to go about it uh, and uh, you know the requirements of all four match officials because often these these county cup finals now have reserve referees or fourth officials whatever the role may be because it could be that the reserve match official replaces the referee mm. if he's injured or the assistant referee if he's injured. Or in some cases, he's only going to be an assistant referee and the senior assistant goes on. And you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's understanding the, the, the role and the procedure of the day um, and, you know, using information uh, and clarifying how it how the day will unfold. Okay, so uh, let's start from the very beginning. Match day, we've had the appointment, we've been congratulated by our friends and our colleagues and we arrive at the agreed time at the ground in which the final is going to be taken. And then the adventure of a final takes place, Rich. Yeah, just before you get to the the match day itself, there are a lot of counties that have um, an actual County Cup finals meeting mm. um are, are you involved in any cup finals this year Dan? yes i've got one on the 24th of april have have you been uh, given notice that there will be a meeting or is there an online meeting or are you just know that it's a three o'clock kickoff on saturday whatever date it is and you'll be there and that's it uh yes is is probably the answer to that one okay okay everything for the cup final happens before the cup final other than the kickoff mm. you know uh so it's it's all about preparation uh, and what's your role going to be uh in this cup final that you're involved with uh, fourth official which is a role which uh, i've never actually done it before so um i've spoken to a couple of friends of mine about the role of the fourth official and what that role will entail on the day so uh, mm-hmm. i'll be interested to know what your 
your view is on this and I'll compare it to what I've already been told. Right, okay. And the, the, so, the one that I was told straight away, um, he says that you would never train and do warm-up with the referee. Is that correct? That's correct. Why? Why do you need to, why do you need to warm-up with the referee as, as fourth official? Now, my reasoning behind it, I'm presuming... Uh, a, you don't need to because you're not actively involved. And if you're the fourth official and you're doing a warm-up and you get injured during the warm-up, then you're not going to be a very good fourth official if you needed to come yeah. on. That's a that's a good enough reason. But, uh, you know, you go out there 30 minutes before kickoff, you mm -hmm. have a warm-up uh, as a team, but fourth official, you're not going on. Mm -hmm. When 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 do you know you're going to be on the field of play? as fourth official you you have some other duties to do as fourth official uh, and we're, we'll cover a few of those things in a minute but uh, to, to have a warm-up for 15 minutes you're going to get very warm you're going to extend yourself and be ready for kickoff mm. but there's no need to as fourth official so uh, you know your warm-up is just moments before you actually go on maybe two or three minutes yeah. uh, to warm up if if the referee is injured, the assistant referee is injured, and they've got to come off. So that's that's why, as fourth official, you don't warm up with the match officials pre-match. Let let the free match officials go out there, do their thing, mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, you see them a little bit later, about quarter to three, when they come back in. They're all huffing, puffing, sweaty, and that, and then they're going to get changed into their actual match day kit rather than their uh, light training kit, uh, and off you go from there. Oh, let cool. me let me ask you, Dad. Uh, I. I I, I get very sensitive about um, the the appearance of match teams of match officials, uh, and I, I would presume, uh, hopefully it's correct to, to say that, um, that as four match officials, you're going to receive a top from the county yep. with the same lo with the same logo, same colour, yep. and you look and you look like a team. Yeah. Yeah, that's all on the way. One of the one of the things that um, bugs me is sometimes uh, when I go to, let's say, just the ordinary league game in the UK, and I see a team of three officials turn uh, turn up and they're warming up uh, out there at half past two for three o'clock kickoff, then they're not wearing the same kit, mm. and they're in their training kit, and they've all got different tops on. Yeah, I must just, admit, I'm, I'm a bit not, no. It does not look like a team. <laughs> no. It does not like a team. Are you one of those? Yeah, yeah I like, I like, um, so if I have, if I'm on a game where I have two neutral assistants, um, I would prefer that if one of them is going to wear Under Armour, that they both wear it. And if one of them has got it and the other one hasn't, then sorry, but you're not going to. I'm very, very anal like that. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's a new one I hadn't yeah. seen. If they're going to yeah. wear Under well, Armour, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I just want things to hey, look right, you know. I can see what you're, where you're coming from. I do like a team to look like a team mm. uh, and not wear different kit. Um, you know, there are different styles. Uh, and uh, you know when they're doing the warm up, I like them to wear the same colour yeah, top. Agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's get into the game then. Come on, then. Um, expe expectations. Yeah. You say you've never done this, so uh, I've never done like the fourth RB official. League. I've never done the fourth ah. official. Um, okay. I've done. Have uh, you have you had a fourth official with you at any time before? No, I don't think I have. So you've never done a game involving a fourth no. official, yourself actively, or with a match no. a fourth official no. in your game? No. Okay. So it's it's all about the um, match day expectations. The referee takes the lead mm -hmm. as regards match day expectations. I would expect your match referee uh, on that cup final to make contact with you. Uh, I would expect him to make arrangements. Uh, all the little details of what helps the day go smoothly. 
you know, uh, and what time you get there, how you get there, travel together maybe, uh, you know, and get on with simple things like that. So requirements within the role. Let's let's start with um, the fourth official. What do you know about it? What have you seen in the past that involves the role of the match of uh, the fourth official? Uh, the fourth official will uh, keep an eye on the benches. What what is keeping an eye on the benches? What does that mean? Let's let's focus on control of the benches because that's that is sometimes a challenge for the uh, fourth official. And if if it's something you've never done before. You want to be careful to not be seen to be officious, mm-hmm. fussy, pedantic, all those things, but you've got to create a level of control that stays within the image of the game uh, the, and the preferred image of the game, not the one of a coach uh, jumping up and down, uh, throwing a tantrum, shouting out names, shouting out uh, all the unsavory things that happen in football. So it's about the control and, and the calmness. You've got to have a, uh, a, an approach towards the benches that is calming, that is not yeah. flustered, that is not intimidated, because that sometimes can happen. Uh, and you know as well as I do, there are assistant referees that sometimes, and you, you've had this experience, where a coach standing 10 yards to your left uh, will, will bellow something at you, uh, and it may not be uh, what you expect to hear and they may not talk to you in the manner that you want to talk to them but you have to remain calm you have to be uh, under control you have to have that self-discipline uh, to, to engage with somebody whereby you have a calming influence over their um, uh, aggressive approach you know uh, and that, and that's an important thing because they they do get a bit emotional in the technical areas the substitutes where do the mm. substitutes warm up on on the day, yeah. the warm the subs warming up. You don't really want them behind you. No. If you're if you're the assistant referee, you want them opposite the other uh, assistant referee, but they have to be wearing a different colour that does not clash yeah. with the on-field players. Or a bib so they or need, something. They need to have bibs. Yeah. yeah. So okay. that's one of the little things that the referee should find out. But if he hasn't, whilst they're doing a warm-up, that's something that you need to make sure you've organised as fourth official. Right. Have they got bibs for the for the substitutes that are warming up? Where will they warm up? As you said, yeah. you know, normally along the touchline somewhere in a in a, a position that doesn't impact on the assistant referee and does not uh, distract the other assistant referee. Yeah. Uh, and you know, there's all sorts of little tactical things that can happen with this. So. Can they warm up behind the goal? Should they warm up behind the goal? Unlikely, but there are options sometimes because of the size of the pitches and the restrictions yeah. on the touchline that they might go behind the goal. But if they go behind the goal, are they then going to start talking to the goalkeeper as substitute? Yeah. Deliberate distraction of the goalkeeper to gain an advantage for their team. So is you know, this so- down to the referee to um, arrange and finalise and then pass that yep. information to me as the fourth official or yep. is it down to the fourth official to sort out? Okay, you want a referee that is going to have that all organised and then he gives you the information as regards substitutes there. You will look after the substitutes. The normal procedure, one off, one on, halfway mm-hmm. line. The warming up of substitutes something that he needs to be able to confirm with you as regards where they will be and what they will wear, etc., etc. But if he doesn't, that's part of your role to find out about what will happen with substitutes. Where will they warm up? You need to know. 
don't wait until game time when you're out there and it's 55, 60 minutes into the game and, and one of the teams is, uh, you know, having a sub warmed up. Where are, they, where are they warming up? What are they wearing? You need to have all this in place before the game starts. Okay. Anything yeah. else that we need to know? Let's go, let's go into a, a, a other considerations then. What, what's going to be your match day dress code? Well, I'd like to think that it'll be um, shirt suited and booted, basically. Shirt and tie, shoes, smart look-up and stuff. Um, okay. although... let's, you're going to go anal again here because well, I've seen teams of match officials turn up wearing different color, different ties. Yeah. A, different, a white tie, a black tie. I've seen someone wearing a very, very nice casual suit. It's not a it's not a match day referee suit. Yeah, a nice a nice navy blue suit. Uh, I think it was I think it was a yellow shirt, uh, and a very very nice tie, very nice tie. But it just did not look like it was made to be worn at a football match. Yeah. Uh, and whilst people want to go there and they want to look modern, they want to look trendy. You've got to go there looking part of a team. You know, there's there's an, and, and the, one of the worst things that I find is that free match officials all wear a jacket and one person doesn't wear a jacket because mm. they haven't got one. Borrow, borrow one. Yeah. Borrow one off your brother, sister, mum, dad, wh- whatever. Just look like part of the team. I know some of the ladies, if they're involved in uh, match day um, cup finals, they're not going to wear a jacket necessarily. It's, it, it is a different scenario for the ladies because of um, you know the, what we wear in, in terms of gender. But it is it is prob, uh, appropriate if, if you're a team of four male match officials or even four lady match officials, look as though you're part of a team. Mm. You're not there. You're not there for a fancy dress parade or you know an, 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 a, a, what's the word celebration of colour. It's not about that. It's about there going there to do a job. Have we got extra time? Are we going to penalties? You know, does the match does? I would have, I would presume that the the, the game is going to conclude on that day. Yes, there will be an, yeah. there will be a result on that day. So you've got to work out um, penalty kick procedures. You've got to know where you're going to have your penalty kicks and why. Someone will say, well, why have it that end? Why can't I have it that end? You know, it could be something to do with the conditions and the field of play. Could be a security reason. You know, could, you know, have you ever done a penalty uh, kick? Um, Shootout. Have you I ever been involved? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've been uh, quite a few actually this season because I've done okay. quite a few semi-finals so far on the league cups, and mm-hmm. uh, the major- majority of them have gone to penalties. Yeah, so you know it's knowing all these things, knowing the roles and the duties, because as as I say, uh, fourth official, you're going to stay with the benches. Mm-hmm. Assistant referee two going to be in the centre of the field with with the two teams. Okay, assistant referee one is going to be positioned on the goal line. Referee is going to be a judging uh, penalty taker, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. So there's duties to be outlined and designated uh, on that. What about presentations after the match? Are you staying on the field of play? Mm-hmm. Are you going off? What's what's happening? Normally, as I've seen in the past, um, it will be you know everybody at the end of the game. There will be handshakes. There will be recognition of you know thanks very much for the game, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But someone somewhere has got a table full of trophies and a cup to present. So where will that be? What will happen? How will you get there? Someone, a non-player, will want the referee to, to call the players into a particular, let's say, semicircle to make the presentations uh, and, you know, call the, call the players together to, to uh, make the presentation, you know? All, all sorts of things uh, going from there. Let's go off the field of play for, for a couple of minutes, Dar. 
dressing room etiquette. What what's your experience of dressing room etiquette? It shouldn't change from one match to another. Well, leave the dressing rooms as you find them when you arrive. Uh, treat them with respect. Treat uh, yep. clubs with respect, and <coughs> expect to be treated how you would like to be treated. Expect to treat yep. as you would like to be treated. Good, good point. I, I like that. Yeah. Um, knock on the door. Who answers? Come in. Who makes the answer to to tell someone to come into the referee's changing room? Uh, the referee. Correct. Yeah. It's the it's it's commonly known as the referee's dressing room. Yeah. The referee is the leader of the team. It's down to the referee to invite someone. If there's a knock on the door, it's down to the referee to uh, you know say yeah come in. If if no if the referee doesn't hear it, just say there's a knock on the door. Did you hear that? You know, and the referee you've alerted the referee to the fact is you know they can come in because let me say to you. If you were referee uh, and we were at one of the clubs that we go to on a regular basis uh, and I heard the knock on the door and I turned around, yeah, come on in, lads. You know, someone's got to invite them in for team sheets. Yeah. Why should it be me? AR or fourth official. It should be you, the referee. Yeah. You know, it's it's the referee's changing room and that's how it's described uh, and that's how you look after it, you know. Um, kit inspections. Have you ever done a kit inspection uh, or anything similar to that? I know you have. Yeah. Uh, but like I say, this is this is a question to our listeners. Be familiar with how you do a kit inspection. Yeah. You know, like I say, all these little things we sometimes take for granted, mm. and then when we get to a cup final, we forget about them. Yeah. What about? Uh, let's. I'm sort of. I'm going from pillar to post here, and not to, not with any particular um, angle here. Um, so, who's going to take the first penalty? Let's just confirm that if it gets to penalties, make yep. sure you know the laws of the game. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know the laws of the game. Uh, what happens if there's a reduction of players because one has been sent off during the game? Okay, remember what you have to do. You know, laws of the game will come into effect quite, um, they'll come under scrutiny a little bit to make sure that everything is compliant with the laws of the game, you know? Uh, and uh, you know it's it's about bringing the game to a safe conclusion, no surprises, uh, and uh, you know let's let's make sure that uh, everybody enjoys the occasion. Look after the occasion. Don't forget it's a game of football that needs to be refereed, uh, and hopefully uh, it, it all comes to you know a nice memory, uh, and you get a, and you get the memento to say that's that's reward for your you know contribution to the season mm. and at that point i can say thank you very much for listening to the referees world podcast <laughs> but yeah thanks very much for listening to the referees world podcast once again don't forget we're online at refereesworld.co.uk follow us on twitter at referees world and you can listen to the podcast by doing a search for referees world whoever with whoever provides your podcasts and we will see you again soon this is Referees World. Listen online at refereesworld.co.uk or search iTunes for Referees World.